Cerebral is an online mental health service that offers prescription medication, counseling, and therapy for anxiety, depression, ADHD, insomnia, and more. Cerebral is one of the few services that provides prescription medication online through a licensed provider and ships medication straight to your door. You can schedule sessions based on what's most convenient for you, and you don't have to wait weeks to be seen. And BuzzFeed Daily listeners can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed. Go to Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed for 65% off your first month. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all. What's up, guys? I'm Rashad Bilal. And I am Troy Millings, and we are the hosts of the Earn Your Leisure podcast, where we break down business models and examine the latest trends in finance. We hold court and have exclusive interviews with some of the biggest names in business, sport and entertainment, from DJ Khaled to Mark Cuban, Rick Ross, and Shaquille O'Neal. I mean, our alumni list is expansive. Listen in as our guests reveal their business models, hardships, and triumphs in their respective fields. The knowledge is in-depth, and the questions are always delivered from your standpoint. We want to know what you want to know. We talk to the legends of business, sports, and entertainment about how they got their start, and most importantly, how they make their money. Earn Your Leisure is a college business class mixed with pop culture. Want to learn about the real estate game? Unclear as how the stock market works? We got you. Interested in starting a trucking company or a vending machine business? Not really sure about how taxes or credit work? We got it all covered. The Earn Your Leisure podcast is available now. Listen to Earn Your Leisure on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Raffi is the voice of some of the happiest songs of our generation. Baby Beluga. So who is the man behind Baby Beluga? Every human being wants to feel respected. When we start with young children, All good things can grow from there. I'm Chris Garcia, comedian, new dad, and host of Finding Raffi, a new podcast from iHeartRadio and Fatherly. Listen every Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Jean Yoon is opening up about her painful experience working on Kim's Convenience. Hotel employees reveal their darkest, nastiest secrets, and you're going to want to lie down after hearing them, but not on a hotel bed. And Krista Torres and Daniela Emanuel are here to talk to us about the latest medical videos going super viral that we just can't stop thinking about. It's June 7, 2021. Hey friends, I'm Casey Rackham. And I'm Shiloh Watson. Welcome to BuzzFeed Daily. Okay, Casey, I am I'm so excited because Meghan Markle had her baby girl this past week. I know, weekend. I know. I am just, I'm so thrilled. I just think about that photo of Prince Harry when he's talking to Oprah and reveals that he's having a girl and he's just all excited. He's going to be a great girl dad. They named the baby Lilibet Lily Diana Mountbatten Windsor, which obviously Diana for Princess Di. And then Lilibet is um, her grandmother's, or is the Queen's family nickname. Lilibet is the Queen's family nickname. Um, I love that. I love that. It's, I also so I also love that because it's like Harry still loves his grandma. He just doesn't like everything about the establishment. The, <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, so I am I'm not sure when we're gonna get a big like a photo of her, um, but I'm sure she is adorable. Mm-hmm. Okay, also I know we have many other things to talk about, but I'm also really excited because Issa Rae is joining Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse yes. sequel as Spider-Woman. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> This is I'm so the best thing. Like, I was already excited for this movie, but now I'm just like, 
McKinnon come out tomorrow. Like, I need it so bad. Oh, she's going to be so funny and so good. I can't wait. <laughs> oh. Yes, oh. I can't wait. I can hear it in my head, you know? <laughs> oh. So moving on to some less happy news, we have to start off the week with some infuriating news. Jean Yoon, who you, of course, know from Netflix's Kim's Convenience, recently opened up about how working on the show was a, quote, painful experience. She went on to say that some of the original season five storylines were overtly racist. Shortly after, her co-star Simu Liu opened up publicly about what had been going on behind the scenes for the past five seasons. Yoon followed up by sharing her own experiences working on the show. This past weekend on Twitter, she went on to post that the show was in crisis, claiming co-creator Kevin White, quote, clearly set the parameters, end quote, of the show. Instead of co-creator, Ince Choi, something Yoon says was kept from the cast. Yoon said there was a, quote, lack of Asian female, especially Korean writers in the writer's room, and that some jokes were clearly racist, which led cast members to express concerns over the script. After Choi eventually regained control of the show, Yoon said that most of the offensive jokes were taken out. She also noted that had they not been removed, they would have just aired hours after the series of mass spa shootings that took place in Atlanta this past March. This is, I mean, first of all, Inns Choi wrote the original screenplay that the show was based off of. So I feel like he's the person who should be in charge regardless. Like he's a co-creator, but right. he should be leading the helm. And having representation in the writer's room is important no matter what show you're doing. But especially for a show that is so tied to a specific culture, why is this not something that's happening? Yeah, it's also it, it's also extremely important to note that it also shouldn't be on Inns Choi to remove those jokes. It should be on the writers, and specifically the non-Asian writers, to not write those in the first place. Right, 100%. And it shouldn't have been like, you know, I'm essentially like pulling teeth to get them removed. It shouldn't have been that right. hard. Mm -hmm. So this was just bad all around. And I'm glad that they were removed. You know, I ha I'm such a huge fan of the show. I haven't seen the final season. Obviously, there was a lot of drama about both co-creators leaving the show. And that's why it ended earlier than it was supposed to, which is unfortunate because I'm sure that this was part of that decision and it could have been avoided and we could have had a, a nice season six to tie up all the storylines, you know. So... Next up, we need to talk about all of the secrets hotels don't want you to know about. Okay, and Shyla, I want to be clear that I actually don't want to know about this. You'd, I wish that I could close my ears for, for, the, for the next They're minute. They're bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like, I'm, I'm, I know I'm already going to be scared. Like, there's a reason I don't have, like, one of those blue light things. Is it black lights? Blue lights. Uh, to, like, <laughs> blue, to, like, I think the over. blue lights were a computer screen, Shyla. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying my best, Casey. <laughs> okay, so it all started when Reddit user Cat Steven Seagal, which, fun name, posed a simple question to the internet. People who work at five-star hotels, what type of shit goes on that management doesn't want people to know? And some of the responses still have a squirming. While plenty of commenters noted that every hotel under the sun has experienced issues with bed bugs, which is why you should not put your luggage immediately on the bed, which even still just like your wheels and stuff like that's gross. Um, <laughs> some of the more some of the more pressing issues include not using the hotel glassware in your room because they might not actually be clean and that people generally do things that are 
awful and gross, including leaving used sex toys behind, drugs, and even feces for housekeeping to clean up. Which is so wildly inappropriate and just wrong and inconsiderate. Yeah, it's just like, we're all adults. Like, if you're staying in a five-star hotel, you're an adult. You need to know how to clean up after yourself. Even if there is, like, you know, a cleaning service, it's just being respectful. This is disgusting. And I'm like, it's already a shared space. And especially given that we're like still on the throes of a pandemic and like cleanliness has never been more important. This is just horrifying. Yeah, I don't I don't know for many reasons how soon I'm going to be going and staying in a hotel. I like I think after this year and a half, I'm deeply attached to my own bed. (laughs) Yeah, just like shared spaces like. (laughs) (laughs) So moving on. It's been almost impossible to avoid the latest viral TikToks taking over the internet. From freezing your eggs to dry scooping your protein powder, some videos are not only stopping us in our tracks, they're offering us some crucial information about our health. And just in case you missed any of the viral trends everyone is talking about, our resident internet whisperers, BuzzFeed's Krista Torres and Daniela Emanuel, are here with an update on some of the latest medical videos taking over your feed. And some of them are no joke. Hi, Krista and Daniela. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, thanks for having us. Hi, thank you so much for having us. Okay, so we need to start with something all of the gym bros are doing nowadays called dry scooping. Most recently, it's become a viral TikTok craze. And here's what dry scooping sounds like. She's crying. You can't breathe. Why? Put your arms up. Put your arms up. Swallow that. You you breathe it in a little bit. Oh my god. One, I, I don't wish you could I don't, see my face. <laughs> I am sorry. One, I don't want it to do anything that requires someone telling me don't breathe. I don't right, want to do it. That was a red flag. <laughs> okay, so Daniela, for those who don't know, what exactly is dry scooping and why would someone do this? Dry scooping is this new craze that's kind of taken over TikTok. And that video you just played was honestly the one that first caught my eye of a girl trying it because her boyfriend told her to, and she literally can't breathe and needs to get her inhaler. So essentially, um, pre-workout is a powder that people usually dilute with water before they go to the gym. And it has like a ton of caffeine in it and like creatine and artificial sweeteners. And it's supposed to give them that boost while they're at the gym. And so I guess, you know, some gym bro decided, oh, uh, it's way quicker to just put the dry powder into my mouth and just take it all at once instead of, you know, drinking it in eight ounces of water or however much they recommend you to do it with. So yeah, this became a craze of like people doing it and then uh, people convincing their friends to do it. And yeah, it's sort of taken over social media. And I guess you could almost call it the new cinnamon challenge in a way. Yes. (laughs) So I mean, how does something like this even become a craze? Like you said, people are just trying it. So is it just like doing it to do it? I mean, what have you seen in other videos? 
I guess it kind of looks cool or like looks badass. It's almost like taking a shot a little bit, you know, just like directly gulping this powder all in one go. And then, you know, besides that, that's really the only reason why I could see that like people are like doing this and uploading videos of it, I guess. Yeah. Like I said before, it also is just way faster to do that instead of chugging water or whatever people are deciding to do. Okay. So Daniela, a lot of these videos, like you said, are reminiscent of the cinnamon challenge from a few years ago. But, you know, we started to see a more disturbing side to this trend. The most shocking was a video from a 20-year-old named Briatney Portillo, who said she had a heart attack after dry scooping. You were able to reach out to her. What did she tell you about her experience? What happened was she decided to dry scoop. And what you should also know about dry scooping, because, you know, I spoke to a cardiologist as well, is when you dry scoop, you're taking the product in a way that isn't recommended. The way it's recommended is to dilute it because when you have it in its condensed form, it essentially, and I think this is another reason why people do it, is that it sort of maximizes all of the effects and it all happens, you know, like really quickly. So the caffeine is going to hit you faster and the creatine and, you know, all of the different ingredients in it are just going to um, sort of take effect in like the most uh, intense of ways. So yeah, Brie, that's her nickname. What happened was she dry scooped and she felt heaviness in her chest, but she has anxiety. So she wasn't sure if it was that, you know, and then she did her workout and continued on. And, you know, she tried to eat lunch, but she was kind of nauseous. And so she went home and started to feel better, decided to go to work. She works as an exotic dancer and she was in her bikini. And, you know, this is usually, obviously, if you're wearing something like that, you're not going to be overheating, but she was was just like sweating and feeling really hot and the chest pain continued. And then in addition to that, she had arm pain and felt as though her arm was going numb. And so she knew that that was the sign of a heart attack. So um, she called the ambulance and, you know, she said even when she got there, the nurses were a little bit doubtful that this was a heart attack because she's 20 years old, but they monitored her overnight and what they found out, you know, through monitoring her and like seeing the levels in her blood and stuff like that was that she had an NSTEMI, which is a more minor form of heart attack. It's when the artery is partially blocked instead of fully blocked. And they're pretty positive that this was caused by the dry scooping of the pre-workout. So yeah, it was just wow. pretty shocking. Yeah, that's, I mean, alarming. Um, you said, you mentioned that you spoke to a cardiologist, um, Dr. Nicole Harkin, and, you know, she said that obviously, like, when you dry scoop, um, the effects are heightened, but what else did she say? Did she have any advice for people, like, all these people doing this trend? Yeah, she did not think this trend was very smart, you know, to put it kindly. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> she, so essentially the other thing that uh, we should know about uh, pre-workout is that it's not FDA regulated. So a lot of these, we don't even really fully know like the ingredients in them and like if they're okay or if they're safe. So essentially the most important thing for people to do going forward is you know, if they've been considering pre-workout or are still interested in this, you know, despite everything. First off, 
take it normally, just like dilute it with water. And second off, before you even do that, speak to a doctor because if you have any heart conditions or like pre-existing conditions, you could be at higher risk for, you know, something happening, especially from just the sheer amount of caffeine in this. Brie, uh, her doctor told her to just avoid caffeine going forward because they think that that was probably the main trigger for her. Okay. Well, uh, thank you, Daniela. I will never be doing this. <laughs> yeah, <ever>. that's something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be right back to hear more about viral medical videos that are taking over your internet with our very own Krista Torres. Chief-It. We're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat-burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self-doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. Have you ever felt depressed about work only to have your dad be like, why are you so down? So you told him you hate your job and he said, well, you better talk yourself out of it. And then you thought, hmm, I love to talk. I could host a podcast. And then you went to Spreaker from iHeart and started a podcast and got good at it, then monetized it, then quit your boring job, then told your dad, thanks for the advice. And he was like, well, that's not what I meant. And I don't understand what a podcast is, but you seem happy. So that's great, kiddo. You ever do that? Well, you could at Spreaker.com. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Ask your dad. You actually don't. The NFL is back, and the NFL app has you covered. So get ready for football all season long and just tap into the NFL app. NFL, baby, let's make it happen. Just tap in to watch your local and primetime games all season, now through Super Bowl 56. For the end zone, touchdown! Get up-to-the-minute news, videos, highlights, stats, and more on all your favorite teams and rookies to watch. Welcome to the NFL! Download to your mobile device today at nfl.com slash mobile or in your app store. Certain restrictions and data rates may apply. Welcome back. We're talking with BuzzFeed's Krista Torres about some of the most recent medical TikToks that have gone viral. Okay, so Krista, we need to talk about your interview with Reina Cardenas about their jaw surgery. They got this surgery to straighten their top jaw, and then they went super viral on TikTok for documenting the aftermath. Can you break down? Oh my goodness. I did not know this was actually like a... A common thing. I thought, okay, this had to, the surgery had to have gone wrong. I wish you guys could see the pictures, but actually maybe it's probably better that you don't see the pictures because whatever you're imagining in your imagination, the pain and what you can see on her face is worse than whatever you can imagine. So basically what happened was she was just getting this, you know, routine jaw surgery. And unfortunately, you know, there is swelling. She, her doctor did say she had more swelling than they ever anticipated, But she started making these TikToks just showing how much pain she was in and just she can barely talk. She's in agony. And, you know, what we love about TikTok is everyone was there to kind of like follow her journey and help lift her up and be like, you're going to get through this. But her whole face was just so puffy and black and blue. And honestly, um, there was actual, you know, like actual dentists duetting her and being like, we're hoping for a speedy recovery. Unfortunately, this is just, you know, this is what can happen during jaw surgery and you just kind of have to wait it out. But for her, it was intensely painful so much so that she had to go to the ER after like the first night of it. So, um, she's doing better now, but she also has to get another one. So that's just something that, 
is, you know, one of those things where it, it's just very painful. And, you know, she was just kind of showing everybody, you know, this is the reality of what jaw surgery looks like, you know? Yeah. And I think that's really important. You know, like we just talked about dry scooping and stuff like that. So we have this range on TikTok of like trends and you're like, maybe don't do this. Here's the side effects. And then we just have other things that are like, hey, in case you don't know, this is what jaw surgery looks like. This is what like the experience is. And, you know, it's important for support, not just from the community, but from medical professionals who can offer help like in the comments. So what did Raina say about the recovery process online and what's the response been like that they've gotten back? So one of the awesome things about TikTok is people go on there just, you know, posting videos of themselves in a certain moment. And Raina ended up going on and they just thought this is kind of an outlet, a behind the scenes blog, never thinking that it would go viral or that anyone would see it. And they just posted it and it immediately got people's attention just because it was one of those shocking reality type situations, but also the support from people. If you just read through all the comments, everybody is so supportive and nice. Like I said, experts were reaching out and encouraging them the best on their recovery and all of that. So it was really cool to see. That's, you know, one of the things why we love TikTok is the community of it all. Like there's dangerous trends like dry scooping, but then there's also this whole, you know, supportive community and everybody was, you know, reaching out and they said that that was basically why they kept posting more, but also why it helped the healing process because they were able to lay in bed and get on there and read all of the positive comments. So TikTok just really is this awesome community of people. So, you know, I want to switch gears and just talk about one final really important topic. In your YouTube series, Find the Facts, you dove into everything related to IVF or in vitro fertilization. So first off, can you just remind us what the general procedure entails and the process that someone goes through? So as a 30-something woman, I've been so curious about IVF for so long. And I had been seeing TikToks showing, you know, the process under a microscope, but I really didn't understand, you know, exactly how it worked. It looked super painful. And so as I was talking to Maria Banti about it, she was basically explaining the process to me about how, you know, they put you to sleep, they retrieve your eggs, and then they're able to pick the best ones out and inject a sperm into the egg. And then after a couple of days of gestation, it's ready to be placed inside the woman. And that's how it grows. I did want to touch on the fact that she talked about freezing your eggs, because like I said, as a woman in her thirties, don't want a kid anytime soon, but maybe one day I would. The process of freezing her eggs, she says that unfortunately it's not, you know, as widely known, but she said that when you're in your 30s, you should consider freezing your eggs and you should definitely do it before the age of 37. Because when you talk about having kids after 35, the risk of like chromosomally abnormal eggs increases and, you know, it can lead to pregnancy complications and things like that. So it's something to think about. Like um, one other thing that was super interesting to me too, was also that sperm can decrease with age, which we always hear you know, that, oh, it's always the women's eggs. But then hearing that sperm quality decreases with age was also like one of those things where I'm like, finally, something that's like equal for us. But she basically said that if a person with a penis is over age 40, they have a higher chance of having a child with autism or other genetic mutations. So freezing sperm is also something that, you know, men can do as well. We really only hear about freezing eggs you know, and then they're defrosted at a later date for IVF or what have you, you know, you can also start freezing your sperm. You can consider freezing your sperm as well. You know, this is something I find so interesting, like, just because it is like, 
a decision you have to make kind of early on. Like you have to start thinking about having kids before you're ready to have kids. And especially someone like if you're 30 or 31 or whatever, you might like just the cost, you might not be able to afford something like that because you're in your early 30s. And that's like, I mean, not just the procedure, but, you know, storing your eggs and all of that stuff or your sperm, like that all costs money. And then there's no guarantee that you'll even wind up using them. So that's just, there's a lot to think about and a lot of money to be spent for something that's not a for sure thing you're going to do. I just find that so interesting that people are having these conversations. So can you talk about what it's been like seeing all of this information on TikTok and how it's been helping you and others? Yeah, definitely. Uh, You know, I like finding all of these different things. That's kind of like also, you know, these crazy things, but also an FYI, right? Like, like you just said, you know, I'm in my mid thirties and I understand all of these, you know, you say like the risk of like chromosomally abnormal eggs, but like, I'm not also in a financial spot to want to put my money into freezing eggs. And I just, I feel like, you know, when you're looking at all of these things, it's, it's all dependent on your own personal situation. You know, we all make decisions and it's all about learning and making the best decision for yourself um, and your situation. You talk with your doctor and you figure out a game plan for what's best for you. So, you know, all of these things that we're learning on TikTok, I feel like we're just finding so much great information. But again, we are tailoring it to, you know, take with the information, no more, but also, you know, do what you want, you know, with your own decisions when it comes to like medical things and always reach out to your own doctors. Okay, well, Daniela and Krista, I want to thank you both so much for coming on the show today. One, to talk about things we shouldn't be doing that we see on the internet Just and maybe crazy things balance. we should be doing. <laughs> That's it for today. Come back and join us tomorrow. And remember, don't be a bro and try to cinnamon challenge your way through your pre-workout. <laughs> be sure to subscribe to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stories. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to come back for more of what you love about BuzzFeed, coming to you daily. Peacock streaming new movies every week at PeacockTV.com. We'll have The Twilight Saga. I never felt more alive. Selma. Plus Bad Boys 1 and 2 and Shrek 1 and 2. So good to be home. Tons of blockbuster hits you can't not watch. Sign up at PeacockTV.com. Hi, everybody. I'm Rachel Bonetta, and I have my very own podcast called Benched with Bonetta. You kidding me? Woo! I'm just here so I won't get fined. Every week, I'm going to be talking about all the things I find fascinating about the NFL, and I'm doing something that has never been done before. I'm opening my DMs. DMs now open. Listen every Tuesday and join me on the bench. Subscribe now and listen to the Benched with Bonetta podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello. Hello. Hi. Oh my God, I want to come through the screen and hug you. Hey, everybody. Jessica Zor here, also known as Vanessa Abrams on Gossip Girl. I am so excited to share my new podcast with you guys. It's called XOXO, and it's a walk down memory lane all about Gossip Girl. I'll chat with some of the cast, crew, fans of the show, 
And I'm just so pumped for you guys to go on this journey with me. Hi, I'm Ed Westwick. I played Chuck Bass. Is this Michelle Trachtenberg? I'll never tell. Hey, I'm Taylor Momsen, and I played Jenny Humphrey. Hi, I'm Sebastian Stan, and I played Carter Payson. That was one of the reasons I liked the character Jenny so much, is that she was very relatable. The whole thing was such a joy for me to do, and I was just so thankful that people responded the way they did to what we were doing. This really was just, like, wonderful. I, like, have, like, warm feelings inside. Yeah, me too. I'm giving you air hugs. Listen to XOXO on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.